Welcome to Melangela's Soul Garden Podcast, the platform that makes a change. We'll be helping you to navigate a new life, boost your potential, grow spiritually, enjoy nature's ways, reinvent a creative you and so much more. Hosted by Melangela. If you would like to be notified about new episodes, you can subscribe to my newsletter, where I also share some exclusive contents. There will be no spam, and if you don't like it, you can unsubscribe at any time. You can find the link to the newsletter in the description of the episode. Now, on with the show! Enjoy! Today with me is Roy Cullen. A very good day to you, Roy. I'm really happy to have you. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Now, there's a lot you can say about Roy, and uh, some of it will touch as we go along. But I thought I could share this one thing with you, dear listeners, um, and that's for starters. Now, Roy is my fellow broadcaster at London Real Academy, and he's been lending us a helping hand whenever possible. I may be wrong here, but he strikes me as a rather private person, never loud, but always on the front line. As our Broadcast Yourself community uh, is making progress, and of course, bumping against uh, roadblocks, he seems, strangely enough, to always have answers on his hands. So the following words just offered themselves as a title. To help others, you only need to be one step ahead. Has it always been like that for you, Roy? I mean, a nice, friendly guy, or let me rephrase that slightly. Uh, To what extent did life or possible hurdles carve your character the way you are today? Ooh, deep question. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my best. <laughs> no, very good. Um, I, I mean, obviously, coming from my upbringing, I, I grew up in a, a very rough neighborhood uh, in social housing. And like I would have witnessed a lot of robbing fights every day, you know, people robbing cars, burning cars out. But my parents were fantastic. So my mother always kept me on the straight and narrow. And, you know, my dad, hardworking, always food on the table. And I think that's your first line is to learn from your parents, you know, honesty and just doing the right thing. And it was kind of inbred into me. So I've always been like that. Okay. Okay. Um, now, to go on a bit still with your story. So originally you are from Ireland yeah. and you now live in Poland. Entrepreneur and owner and host of four podcasts. Now, speaking, meditation, learn Polish, and awakening, I think is the last one. And I just read that it was not an easy step for you to talk and to address people publicly. And yet, you decided to venture on the road of learning how to speak properly, right? And today, you are a Toastmaster, not only that, a holder of the highest award in this area, a distinguished Toastmaster. So congratulations for that, Roy. Can you, you can you share uh, a little bit of, um, I mean, behind, the story behind this? So the, the whole lot, it, it's, it's a long kind of story because um, my kind of journey, when I moved to Poland, I was doing a lot of development and a lot of properties and kind of lost everything. 
and you know witnessed a lot of corruption and fraud through being in courts and just seeing how how every system worked i mean i'm a big learner anyway i would read 100 books some years i'm constantly learning but i was shocked to see the amount of fraud going on and then i was looking at other people and seeing it happening in ireland the amount of people that were actually thrown out in the streets you know that the the bailiffs were corrupt the banking system was corrupt the the legal system was corrupt and like it, 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 I got knocked without a doubt. It was, it was a, you know, terrible time. I, I lost my own house with all my possessions. I had a lot of different houses, but my main one in Ireland it was taken off me, and it kind of made me step back and kind of look at life differently. And what, what saved me was meditation. I started doing a six-stage meditation, which, I, like we, we had spoke earlier about a guided meditation, it helps because. Like, especially when you're going through something like that, you have a lot of clutter in your head and you're just right, constantly, yeah. especially if you're being attacked from, you know, because they do it in a negative way. And if you're struggling, if you're after all your money that have been taken away, like you, it's not that you want to be in that situation. If you're working hard all your life, and I'm not just talking about me, I'm talking about millions of people and like a lot that I know the same situation, not, not that they were doing anything fraudulent or anything, just that the whole system was corrupt and everybody got caught into it. And, you know, your head then is just thinking, I would say, probably in the negative, in the struggling and how am I going to put food on the table? How am I going to keep a roof over my head? And I just started, I don't know how I got into it, but I started doing the meditation. And it was the sixth phase meditation was the one that actually kind of resonated with me. And that's kind of like guided. So they're kind of talking through you. And the main thing is that you're conscious of what you want and, you know, what you're grateful for. And like... I, I would say, you know, grateful for like just having time with my child, cuddling my child, you know, just even going out and having breakfast in the garden, you know, just the sun beating down on me. And because what you, you know, think about, you attract. So that was right. one thing. And just, you know, just the people that you appreciate instead of thinking in the negative and thinking of all the bad things. The next one, and I think it saved me, was the act of forgiveness. So when someone robs you, business related or everybody's been hurt in some whether it's a government industry or whatever but everybody has gotten knocked at some stage in their life and you hold a grudge and just the memory of pain poisons us it's we if we think about it it's in ourselves and you need to kind and it of poisons us really it deep poisons down. us yeah. deep down exactly and we need to think why like we need to give forgiveness like we don't know the journey of the other person whether it was a business colleague or you know a, a, a partner that hurt you that if you can just think you don't know their journey, you don't know where they abused, you don't know anything about their journey. And if you can start forgiving. And what I've learned is I have seen people that were very nice. And when they started losing everything, when they had no money, became aggressive. And mm -hmm. so a lot of the time people are just kind of fighting and it's not their real true character. They're just trying to survive. And if you can kind of accept that and allow that we go through little cycles, but when you give forgiveness, yeah, you're forgiving them, but the reality is you're actually allowing the, the forgiveness to kind of, you know, My get goodness, old. Roy, this is so very deep. How how old were you at the time? <laughs> Probably too old. I was maybe 40-odd. Uh, you know, it was late when this one happened. But, yeah, but still, yeah. and, and yeah. At, that, at this time, you said you started doing meditations as well. Yeah, yeah. And okay. just kind of, it was like the forgiveness and the next ones then is uh, like where, where you'd like to see yourself, you know, say in three years time, you're trying to visualize your future because a lot of people, they just chug through life and, mm -hmm. you know, you, you should have a life book of 
how you want to organize your life. Because like I talk to people, if a lot of people, it's kind of different in the last six months, but in reality, someone that's going on holidays, they spend so much time planning their holiday. If they want a car, they look at thousands of cars. And I ask, yeah, do you plan your life? And people know. So you should have a life plan of how you're going to raise your children, how you want to be, everything about your health because your health is connected to everything you know if you've got good health you've got good energy for your business good health for your partner good health for your children and it has a spiraling effect so i encourage people plan your life and that was one so, of the things what what you've touched is not so much about what you have but what you are how you live what how you are at heart and and what what you give to your dearest and to the uh, uh, surrounding uh, people. I mean, people that surround you. This this is important. Not yeah. how much you have, and and to sort of work your head and and whatever. I mean, really work hard to to get something. And at the end of the day, maybe not even have the time to to spend holidays. Isn't that awful? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I find this a lot of times that people are just so very busy uh, that that they can hardly afford to unwind at the end of the day let let alone go someplace and enjoy holidays so roy what is success in your book how would you define success i think success is being present because you know you mentioned about not having time for the different things i've learned that the less i have the happier i am you know because you see people and they they dream to have a certain car or a certain house and they're working so much so they're spending their time working and how much time in that car or how much time in that house and to be successful i believe is just enjoying every single moment not that it's a destination not that oh when i get this house i'm going to be happy when i get this i'm going to be happy just be happy always you know just just appreciate when you're sitting down for your meal give gratitude that looked as i know a lot of people actually brought this to the table for me you know that there was lots of farmers involved and transport and everything and just be grateful of what you've got you know and not just to like some people they're working hard and they just shovel it into their mouth and then they're up again you know just calm down and just be present and even uh, like washing your hands you know to not be thinking what am i going to do on facebook what am i doing next and brushing your teeth just feel it you know just be present constantly be present with what's around you look at the butterflies look at the birds you know just listen to the sounds around you and I think that's success. Beautiful, beautiful, really. And you are um, currently hosting four podcasts. Oh my goodness, that, that's, that's a lot. Uh, I mean, how can you cope with, with the workload to start with? I think that when you meditate, time slows down. Oh, so goodness. That, <laughs> so you are so you, magical. <laughs> you know, that you can just kind of calm down. I'll tell you the journey, how I actually got into the podcasting. Um, Please do, yeah. I, I went to an event uh, in four years ago. It was um, a Mind Valley event, uh, A-Fest, and it, the team's quest was, what's your quest? And for me, it was, I was looking at a lot of amazing people doing fantastic things in the world. Nobody hears these. We only hear the doom and gloom with the news and the radio. So it's, it's, you know, it's an inspiration to hear that there's a lot of goodness in the world and doing amazing things. And I was kind of thinking, okay, what am I doing? And I decided to write the book at that stage on a, you know, it, it called New World Revolution, The Awakening, and basically exposing, because I thought... I'm tough. And I think I'm tough because of the upbringing that I've had, you know, lots of fights and just being, you know, I've done a lot of martial arts. I, I definitely have tougher skin than a lot of people. And I know 
a lot of people they've broken relationships they've you know it's it's terrible what's happening around the world and i i say i don't want other people to go through that because it's wrong the system is wrong it's orchestrated and i need to fix it so i decided to write a book but with solutions and at the event it was fantastic speakers I hated speaking. Like I'd be running big jobs, but I used to always, there was times that the director used to come in and do the meetings and I would just not even go there because I hated it so much. Or if I was there, my voice would go. I'd be like, you know, you could have 20 people that client for a pharmaceutical company and builders, architects and everything. And my voice was just, Ooh. and oh you know, God. it was like terrible. <laughs> yeah. So I knew I needed to be able to speak. So when I came back from that event, I took up, I joined Toastmasters, then I joined another club and I just fully dived in. I went, you know, head first into it. And I was, I was terrified. I mean, I was terrified of like table topics is where you have to speak for two minutes on something you don't know about. They just call you up. I'd always volunteer. I do more speeches, more speeches, like the distinguished Toastmaster that you mentioned. I've done it in like three and a half years, which is a short time because of, I was involved with a few clubs and coached another club. And went from, you know, basically being terrified to being confident on stage. And if somebody said to him, can you go up and do a 20 minute speech tomorrow or today? I'd go, yes, I wouldn't even have to think about it. I can just. I'm, I'm just thinking, sorry to interrupt you. Yep, can you. Can you give a piece of advice to our listeners? I mean, because in my book, this is wow, this is courageous. Uh, how did you do it? How did you. I mean, pull yourself together, plucked up the, the courage and just do it. Was it a meditation again or how, how did I you think, manage I think to the mission became this? more than me. So I knew that the, the mission of what I want to achieve was bigger than my fear and to overcome it from that. And just like they were, it, like the Toastmasters is a very supportive group. There, you know, there was, you know, you get a mentor and somebody was just helping me holding your hand along the way, just making sure that you're doing okay. And you know, and you get like advice. No, like it encourage your listeners because of what's happening. There's a lot of uh, online meetings. I mean, you can join. It's not that expensive any, but even a lot of people are happy to just have guests come along. So go along, look at the different clubs. What I would encourage is there's like different atmosphere in different clubs. So find something that resonates with you, that you feel comfortable, the people that you connect with, and then it'll help you grow because it's a very supportive environment because you're there to make mistakes there and there's no one going to laugh at you. There's nobody going to go. They're all going to be going, listen, if you've done this, if you've done that, you, you know, like even pause fillers because a lot of people are going M, A, they track that. And before you know it, you stop doing that. You know, so it's really beneficial. Good to know. So, Good to know. Yeah, I would and encourage people. And baby steps count as well. I mean, that's, that's, easy that's does it, right? Yeah. No, okay. And yeah, no, even if you do one, one me meeting a week or even one, one, you know, two a month, you're just constantly getting out of your shell. And, you know, you, it, it, you like even today we had a guy and he, he's two years in our club and his speech was kind of saying, what's your goal? And he had, he said the first meeting he went to, he was asked to stand on the stage and he said, he can't even remember what he said. He said, he just panicked. His heart started pounding. And oh, now sorry. he's got to a stage, but we've all been, like, we must remember where 99% of people are like that. And we have to remember that and not to go, I'm not going because I'm not a good speaker. I'm not, that's why you need to go. And my, like my message on that. And that's why I kind of set up the speaking podcast is to make change in the world. You have to be a good speaker because you need to get your message out to people. You need to be able to communicate and 
you know, like true stories or whatever, but you need to just touch on the points and then you can get your message out. Cause you, you've seen that the, the, all the politicians, they're, they're all great speakers, but are they right. all great What's people? Behind? Yeah. yeah. You know, the, mm. the, it, it's, it's an emptiness and there's all promises, but nothing to be done. Yeah. There's a few obviously that are different, but you know, the majority are not. So if you have a passion to make change in the world, make sure that you can actually, you know, take, and like, it's all free on the podcast. So you can go in speakingpodcast.com. You go in and there I've interviewed about, there's about 65, I think 63 different uh, things from 20 different countries. And they're all different. Cause I ask them, how do you do a workshop? How do you do an event? How do you prepare your speech? What's your journey? And just even to hear somebody that you know is like a top speaker. Now they've been on stage with, say, the likes of Richard Branson or with presidents and everything, to say that they were quivering, they hated it. It can, can inspire you just to listen to someone else's story. So I think, and you know, just read books. Like that's what I did. I started mm-hmm. to you know, read a TEDx book. And just you can go online to TEDx speeches and just see, oh, I like the way they done that and make notes and and just take it from there, plan, you know, make a decision. I'm going to be a better speaker and how am I going to do it and make a plan to it. And it'll, okay. it'll benefit your life. Even if you're young, I think like just doing an interview, doing anything in life, it's, it's the one skill. It, it like takes somebody, the first step though. It, you need to you know, just decide yeah. for it and go for it. And then from this point on, my next question, partly all already answered. So why do people fail? Do you think? I, I don't look at failure as a bad thing and society kind of does that. And unfortunately, if you're dealing with the governments, they shame you and try to make you put your finger up to your mouth and say nothing. Like when you're young, when you're you walking, mistakes. do you fall and your parents go, Oh, you're never going to walk again. You know, just, it's not like that. It's like you get up, you try again, you get up again and every single thing. And it you see it with a child, it's constant failure to success. But we get to a situation when we're older that if you have a business, if it fails, you're a failure. Of course not. Look, look at the statistics. It's like after 10 years, is it 4% is still going? It's like tiny. So not to look at it like that. They're all a journey. So if you do open a business and it only lasts six months or a year or two years, not to be classed as a failure and put your head down. Just go, yeah, grand, what did I learn? And the next business, do something else. You might have to jump back into being an employee for a while till you get yourself back on track but never to knock yourself from your failures because I think every failure makes you the character that you are and it's a journey and do not ever knock yourself. Don't ever look back because you're, you're hurting yourself by thinking you fail. Isn't it? There is nothing wrong with failing. Failing is part of life. And the more you fail, the further you will go. Mm. There's just uh, sort of, sort of, I, I go back with this uh, reasoning of yours to, another guest of mine, uh, Lucille Nekas, and, and she said something like, don't be afraid to fall flat on your face. Just, you know, stand up again and uh, get going and find a mission in life and uh, you'll be fine. And this exactly. is basically it, right? Totally, yeah. So if, if you compare your youth and adulthood, which holds more value for you and why? Um, if any at all, I mean, <laughs> no, I, I like, I don't look back and kind of think I, I kind of was enjoying all the times. Like I look at the, the, the youth of 
or my youth and the youth of today, like the youth of today, people are just kind of glued to their phones and that's, you know, whereas we used to be playing on the street, we used to be playing chestnuts. I don't even see anyone doing that where you have a string going through a chestnut. We used to have ice lolly sticks and you'd be chopping the ice lolly sticks, playing football, playing tennis. You know, when there was like the US Open on, you were out playing tennis. When there was the World Cup on, you were out playing football and just constantly connecting with people. So I always had a lot of friends and connected with people. And no, I like... I think your journey makes you who you are. So it's never a case of, you know, I prefer a certain time and, you know, just enjoy life constantly. That's the, the secret. You will have hiccups, but yeah, just, just get back up. You know? mm-hmm. uh, so I imagine I know the answer to the following one. Would you say that at present time, you sort of have a happy, fulfilling, amazing and fun life? I mean, I'm, I make sure that I do, you know, I, you know, I, like to, to, before this call, I was two hours on a Toastmaster meeting with friends, just enjoying it. Um, I just make sure that I do things that I enjoy, you know, like I cut out, I think people are afraid sometimes to cut out people out of their life. Like that's one thing that when you know someone is sucking your energy, yeah, you can forgive them and everything. But don't stay in that circle or if there's somebody that's, you know, maybe drinking too much and you find when you're in that circle that you get into the circle of drinking too much or just talking gossip. Because if you surround yourself with gossipers, you're not going to be the motivational person that they all change to be motivational. Unfortunately, that's not what it works. You'll end up starting to gossip and sometimes just cut the bridges. You know, it doesn't mean that they can't come back in later, but there's times and not to be afraid to do that, that sometimes you'll actually move your circle of friends because you know, even now you can see some people are awake and some aren't. And the people that aren't tend to be aggressive and attacking you. And yeah, do you want to be around that? Or do you want to be about the people that are sharing the knowledge and trying to raise us all up further? So there's times you kind of, you push them to the side. Yeah. Who knows? Six months, three years time, they might wake up and they could be your biggest ally, but don't be afraid to, to kind of burn the, you know, cut the bridges for a few people. I'm smiling, Roy. We seem to be on the same page because you always answer in a way that you partly answer my next question. So <laughs> I'm running out of questions here, maybe. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I'm not actually. I have plenty still. Um, on your website, I found this interesting word, kulabula, kulabula. <laughs> okay. What about yeah. this? Yeah, so Kulabula is kind of like an, an Irish word for cool, you know, really cool. And it's, oh, okay. uh, yeah, so it's a friend of mine. Uh, he's Argentinian and uh, we do websites and animation and stuff like that. So it's, he's actually the, the brains behind it all. I just kind of get some clients for it. But uh, extremely talented uh, guy, you know, he does brilliant animations, does it for phone companies and everything. Unfortunately, a lot of the times we're doing great uh, uh, animations, but not allowed to show it because they don't want to know who created so we have the confidentiality we're not allowed to show it but there is some amazing stuff that has been done can you say the word again please kulabula kulabula i'll try yeah. and remember this one and it's irish you said yeah yeah okay okay and there you go uh, irish again um just ne- uh, next week yes it was um one of my guests uh was an irish lady and uh she told us a little a little bit of um, Ireland and Irish cuisine. Now I'm going to ask you to add to her story because I'm interested in having the male side of this narrative as well. So Ireland, Irish things, Irish food from, from you. Well, 
I mean, from growing up, all I remember is everything was potato, you know, like the Irish kind of grew up. A lot of potato. Yes, I learned this one. Yeah. yeah. So we'd have either potato, you'd have waffles, which are potato, or you'd have chips, which are potato. Okay. As well as, you know, like fish fingers or chicken or something like that. But potato is a big, uh, and one thing that I don't see in some countries is seafood chowder. You would Mm -hmm. get that. So that's Mm -hmm. actually very nice with uh, the brown bread. Dulse is dulse. Uh, Did I remember it right? Dulse is a type of a seaweed that is, uh, sort of eaten with a honeycomb sort of truffle-like dessert, is it? And I've not, I, I can't remember the name now, but it's... No, <laughs> so I it's, don't know. I, and I can't, I can't really pronounce the Irish, uh, the <laughs> some of the Irish names, they're quite tricky. Describe, in trying to describe the, the, the country, the countryside. It's it's one of it's still one country that is on my bucket list. Uh, I've been to Scotland and England, not Ireland yet. Please, no, from your like, eyes. So the first thing is, I think that if Ireland had the right weather, like the weather that Poland, the proper seasons, nobody would actually leave the country because it is so beautiful beautiful. yeah it is you know and it depends what you like because if you go into the cities i'm i'm from the second biggest city cork so that's a you know it's a nice city in dublin but i i I prefer to kind of nature so you know in cork like half an hour you can be at a lot of different beaches if you go down uh, to the kerry you know you can see the mountains you can see the lakes and then you can see the beach and we don't build on the beaches like in a lot of countries so it's unspoiled the scenery so you can see pure beauty and the people are very friendly so when you meet people they're there to help you if you go to a local pub sometimes there's traditional music and you'll enjoy yourself so anyone i know that goes there like some people don't mind the weather but other than the weather you will enjoy it's a lot of it's a lot of rain basically yeah it rains and winds as well Wind, and yeah, wind. because you're you're open to the Atlantic, so yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, yeah, fairly windy, but fairly windy. it's still beautiful. It still is beautiful, right? Another naughty question: Poland or Ireland for you? Um, I think if I could take the Irish people here. I mean, I've got oh. fantastic, because the humor, that, like, there is okay. some p- bit of humor in a poem, but not the same as in Ireland. Like, I think the Irish, with the sarcasm as well, we don't take offense to that. And every, there's always kind of a comment, and I love that. And you don't have the same here in Poland. And that's the one thing that I really, you know, that I would miss. And Polish are Slavic language like Slovenians, and we yes. are different. So um, sometimes we may find certain type of humor um, a bit uh, uh, a bit problematic maybe <laughs> yeah. to put it mildly okay um, uh, I'm, I'm just thinking you strike me as uh, as someone who works very very hard so how do you unwind like I kind of don't look at it as work. So, you know, you mentioned the podcast. I enjoy the podcast. I love doing the interviews. I like talking to people because I know I'm giving value, whether it's that I'm talking to somebody on the speaking thing, because I know I'm going to help somebody become better at speaking or would say the awakening one where I'm exposing stuff and I can help somebody with health 
just the fact of knowing that you can have a ripple effect that gives you energy. So, you know, I'm not the type of person on Monday. Oh no. And I encourage people, if you look that it's Monday is your bad day and you kind of look forward to the Friday, maybe kind of reevaluate what you're doing because you shouldn't really be living for the weekend and just be enjoying it. And it's not that I don't unwind. I mean, I've got equal custody of my son. He's six. So, you know, it's some people say, Oh, I've got too much to do. And the way I say it is, cut out the clutter. Like if I'm doing something, I'm doing it. I'm not kind of all over the place. You know, there's times I'll have the phone depending on it, but other times it's like, no, this is it. Get this done. Then the next one. And like, I make sure I read, I love reading. So, and have my breakfast. So today is beautiful. Now have my breakfast out in the garden and then I'll sit down and read for half an hour, an hour. And sometimes I might read, then come in, do something else. And then I kind of reward myself by go back and out and read again in the sun. And, and when you I'm do happy. go uh, on holiday, that's where? Mountains, seaside, exotic places, where? It, actually, all of the above. Because yeah, I really, <laughs> okay. I think, I don't know how many countries I've been to, 30 to 40. I know I've, like, I've been to Costa Rica, I've been to Brazil. I've been to a lot of different places, most European countries. Um, I like seeing the city, but I don't like just constant city stuff. You know, I like I like looking at the architecture. I like checking the cuisine. I know the local cuisine, and just uh, for example, if I went to an event, I try not to stay. The last one, where was I in Bali? You know, they stay in really kind of high class uh, resorts, and I normally stay outside because you're with the people and then you know if you're going along you're going eating there you know you could be putting food on the table for that family and you're just connecting and it's just seeing the smile in their face or just seeing that they're working and the child is there and i like that kind of stuff instead of being in the you know the, the high class place i don't i don't really enjoy that i prefer connecting with people and yeah taking walks in nature i love walking on the beach barefoot just you know, I, I'm not into just lying there and, you know, sunbathing for two weeks. Yeah, I can do that for maybe a day or half a day once I have a book. I'm, but it's just doing stuff. I like to be active and I love to so, visit all different countries. What sort of books do you read? Everything. Um, I'm really, I, I like it. I'd listen very to, much I, into books. I, I see that. But any, yeah. maybe any, any names, any titles, I don't know. Uh, Anthony DeMello was one that I really, awareness. That was one that I, I really enjoyed. Um, I love Jim Rohn. I think Jim Rohn is really just, I just like his style of writing. And I know that the likes of, say, Tony Robbins and a lot of the people kind of learned from Jim Rohn. But yet, kind of the newer generation wouldn't even have heard of him. But if you get his books or DVDs or anything. He just had a, a lovely way of explaining everything and it kind of kept it simple. And I just enjoyed, you know, his, his style of writing. And also as we read, we also enrich our own vocabulary. Isn't this so? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I do a okay. lot of classes as well, like masterclass. So mm -hmm. that's what I found because I was reading a load of books, but then with the different podcasts, obviously I wouldn't have the same amount of time as I was previously. But what I found is masterclass, I could do a course in masterclass, whether it was looking at how to cook or acting or anything. I like, it was like 180 for a year. And I said, yeah, if I can do one a month and I ended up doing more than two a month and just, you know, you're just constantly learning from that. So I enjoy doing that kind of thing as well. Cause you can sit down and listen to 30 minutes and, and do a, a master class is there a favorite between your podcasts no 
is the one like i i think everybody i mean the polish one is one that's kind of specific to somebody that actually, actually i'd like uh, i'd like a story uh, behind the polish podcast because i really love it <laughs> how so how how did the idea of uh, starting a polish podcast so i'm constantly trying to improve my polish and like my son you know he, he, he's polish so it's kind of i wanted to be better for him as well as myself i know i would benefit it and Language isn't, you know, I, I, I'm not one of these people that I start learning a language in two years. My brother has that ability and with music as well. I don't have the ability for music either. But I, it's not that I wasn't trying. And I realized maybe if I can actually learn from a podcast, because I did that with Spanish and I enjoyed it. So I, I was looking and the podcasts that I found, they were scripted or they were just only in Polish. And I didn't like either. And my ex-wife is actually a teacher. That's how I'd met her. And I said, listen, let's create a podcast. And we did, and it's actually it's doing very well. And it's just like five minutes. We just have fun. I leave in Good the job. air. I don't. Yeah. I don't take out the errors because I want people to realize if you're listening to a podcast and it's a language, and then you start struggling with a word, then you it might kind of demotivate you. But when I, there's times I have said I just couldn't say a word, and we kept practicing, and I left it in because I think that people then can kind of see one, it's real, and two, that it's okay to fail, that you'll actually get around. A certain word and it seems to be working you know i've got a you know good good uh, good following good downloads for it so you read uh books to your son in polish or english 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 okay um i'm just thinking uh hopefully some of your uh, polish friends are going to listen to this podcast as well to this episode Maybe you could say a couple of sentences in Polish to them before your final, your final advice to my audience or our audience. So, bardzo dziękuję za spotkanie. Wszystko było piękne. That's it. That's like, okay. Thank you very much for the meeting. Everything was beautiful. So. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, now, your, your final advice for our listeners, really. Um, these these times are a bit challenging uh yeah. the way i see it a uh, completely new life um starting 2020 and um so what do you what what would you recommend um they are very challenging times and you know i don't i i like a lot of people don't actually realize how challenging they're going to be i already see it that even the corporations are letting people go loads of businesses i'm seeing it as i'm walking through the city they're closed down and the, the prices and stuff because like we're told the government are there to help you to protect you and everything what i would say is don't believe everything that you're being told because when they're telling you something, it's normally something. So I would say educate yourself, start going out and don't go to like Uncle Google because unfortunately they ain't good boys anymore. So you can maybe go DuckDuckGo or something like that, research and just surround yourself with the people that kind of know what's going on and just, you know, up leveling. If you want change in the world, be the change. Don't be complaining. Don't get your circle of friends going, oh, I hate this. Look what's happening that's not going to change anything. So if your conversation isn't going to change anything and it's just going to make you angry and go home and put the, the, the anger into yourselves, not change that, that, okay, what can we do to make this better? How can we help people? How can we help ourselves? What can we do to make this system? We see that this is corrupt or we see that this fraudulent and this, what can we do that can change that? And I would say, don't go attacking any industry because 
normally they have unlimited budgets just create something different create something from love because when you create something that's better and that's honest and it's not for sale like say another social media site that's really not tracking you how much breathing you're doing the people will actually get on board and they'll start you know shifting from the ones that they know they're tracking because that's one thing everyone has woken up to that that when they're blocking doctors from sharing the truth I think if you don't realize now that there's something going on that you probably will, you know, there's something you need to wake up. And I would say just surround yourself with the right people and don't be, don't be letting it get you. Don't be getting like, uh, sometimes if you look at all the negativity that's going on and you go, Oh, there's so much going on. Go away, watch a comedy, go away, walk, walk on the grass, barefoot, walk on the beach. If you can, if you're near a beach and just be with your friends and just uplift because you can't just be, looking at all the bad things in life just make a bit of yin yang and don't don't also don't don't be just looking at the sun thinking that i'll come good either because we need people we need people to wake up we need people to come together and we need people to change and you know so just singing in the corner is not going to help but coming together and raising people up will and i truly believe we will make a change Wonderful, Roy. Thank you very much for your thoughts and for being with me. So where can people find you? Um, I suppose the best one is RoyCollin.com. My four podcasts are shown on that. And uh, yeah, it's everything is there and they can reach out to me. And I'm on LinkedIn as Roy Collin. I'm on Facebook as Roy Collin, so they can contact me. Okay, thank you. Um, it's been truly a, a pleasure to, to have you on. Uh, Dear listeners, thank you for being tuned and staying till this end. Till next time, keep smiling. Melangela. <laughs>